Welcome to Clydesdale Media, fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at c4energy.com. The 2023 Season Series with some amazing athletes. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Presents, the athletes of the 2023 semifinals. Uh, we just started this process last week, and tonight we get to meet Emily Muir. Hi. Did I get that right? Yeah, Muir. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I actually found a video where you said your name so I could learn how to pronounce it. That's awesome. The famous John Muir, you don't know him? <laughs> Same guy. I, I do. Is that your dad? No, he's like, oh, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> environmentalist <laughs> way back when. Yeah. So my last name is Schweitzer. Mm-hmm. Everybody mispronounces it as Switzer. Oh. And I say it's like Dr. Albert Schweitzer. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And then they got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and then people usually go, who's that? <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so Emily, um, I'm so excited to have you on. Your story, just with a little bit of the research I've done, is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Because you've kind of jumped into this competition thing a little bit later in life. Then mm-hmm. what seems to be the the trend today, right? For sure. You know, you yeah. have the 17-year-olds jumping in and the 16-year-olds. Yeah. So when I looked, you started CrossFitting. It looks like the Open in 2018. Yes. So when I started CrossFit, it wasn't – I was just doing CrossFit. I really was just doing CrossFit on my off-seasons of my sports. So when the Open came around – Like the first time I didn't take it super seriously because I was training all my other sports during the time. So I was just doing it for fun for those. But that's roughly when I started doing it a little bit more frequently then. Um, But yeah, I started when I was in college. So it was just to supplement my sports there. So yeah. So that's very interesting the way you say that. Okay, so... I, I have found that you coach sports mm-hmm. as well. Um, but so I want to ask you, it's not common for people to go to college and play sports, plural. <laughs> right. right. Usually when you get to college, you pick one and you go I down do. that avenue. So you're, you're saying it plural. What does, what does that mean? So uh, in high school, funny enough, I played, I was a three sport athlete in high school. So I played volleyball, basketball, and soccer. Went to college. I went to a smaller college where I was able to play three sports there. So I was a three-sport athlete in college as well. Um, There I played soccer in the fall, basketball, and then I ran track. I learned triple jump and was able to run on a few relays to get us some points. So kind of just picked up track there. Um, But I've been playing pretty much every sport since I was little. Um, I swam a little bit before I got to high school. So I was a swimmer. Both my older sisters were swimmers. And I was like, I'm done with swimming. 
that they love it, but I wanted to be my own. I wanted to play all the ball sports. So in college, yeah, I was a three-sport athlete, and that was a lot of fun. So in, in high school, I was a four-sport athlete. Oh, really? Um, so, yeah, I did I did football in the fall, swimming in the winter, track in the spring, and baseball in the summer. Oh, so you did the summer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so our friend Corey, he's in the chat. So you're kind of an athlete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> athlete through and through, through and through. <laughs> so, um, so I was a swimmer and you, you gave up that, right? There's already mm -hmm. been comments about your hair already. Um, <laughs> I know what damage chlorine can do to your hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it's always slicked back in a cap. I would never dream of not putting in a cap. Everyone would always ask like, oh, doesn't it turn green? I'm like, no, you, you have to wear your cap. You have to have, sometimes you put conditioner in it, make sure that it really didn't get any green to it. But my hair has turned green once. And I, yeah, that was a scary moment. <laughs> so, so you go to college and mm -hmm. you switch from, volleyball to track you learn mm -hmm. all these jumping things like triple jump yep. which takes so much coordination yeah. how much is that how much does that translate to body awareness in crossfit um for me like i loved learning the new things so being able to learn triple jump it was like a new challenge for me so i was like yeah let's try it like why not? I, I can jump. So just help me out here. So I think that helped me, especially when they try to give new movements in CrossFit. I'm like, all right, it's a new challenge. And I know it. I'll figure it out sometimes. And then I'll fail plenty of more times after that. So I'm willing to fail multiple times before I get it right. So that helps me um, for all the new movements that they throw at us. So you grew up in Wisconsin. Yes, sir. What, you can hear what when I say is it goal. that <laughs> what is it that pulled you away from Wisconsin to Washington? So I'm a teacher. I'm a full-time teacher. So I teach um, high school. So I taught two years in Wisconsin and then I got a job offer out here at a high school. Um, and they gave me a year to see if I liked it out here. And they're like, if you like it, you can stay. If not, we'll find another place for you. And I went out here and I loved it. I love the outdoorsiness of this place. The mountains are gorgeous. Mount Rainier is huge. I'm like, what is this place? This is so awesome. The ocean's like 20 minutes away. It, it's gorgeous out here. <laughs> So are you still at Evergreen Lutheran High School? Yes, sir. Um, so I'm a full-time teacher there. I teach math and science. Um, I also do yearbook for them, and I'm their strength trainer. And um, I also coach two sports there. Um, I coach the varsity girls soccer, and I also help with basketball. So I assist for varsity, and then I'm the JV coach as well. So on your Instagram, you have emojis and I'm, I'm 50, I am 53 years old. So I had to get my readers out to try to figure out what it was that you were coaching. And, and I got the basketball and I got the soccer and then it looked like a cheerleader. Oh, that's a weightlifter. 
a That's weight. That's a barbell over a that head. Coach. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I feel so old. <laughs> no. So Corey asks, when do you have time to train with all this stuff? Oh, it, it gets tricky sometimes, but luckily I have an awesome coach that prioritizes that like we're here for the long run. So longevity over everything. So I actually take my rest days today. So Monday and Thursday, and that helps because when I'm coaching and teaching, like those days could be long nights or we're traveling for an away game. Um, so I just match my rest days kind of when we have our far games or if we have a late night that night. Um, I train in the morning roughly around like 5.30 to 7.30. Then I head straight to work. work. And then uh, if I'm coaching, then my second session will be at night after 5.30. Then I go to bed at 8. <laughs> I get made fun of for my early bedtime a lot. But that's pretty much I wake up, I work out, work, go to bed. Uh, but I oh love gosh. it. So it's my fault. Yeah, that time. sounds like my my swimming schedule in yep. college. Yeah. Like 5 30 a.m. in the pool, back yeah. to school at 8 a.m. And then after school back in the pool till like 5 36 o'clock. And then home. Hopefully, well, probably back then I didn't do much homework. And then <laughs> um and then to bed. Exactly. I think that's just what I'm used to. I'm used to doing that. So it wasn't a huge change for me. So yeah, growing up like that, watching my sisters wake up and work hard in the morning, and then go back after school. It's like, that's just what everyone does, right? <laughs> so yeah, and I guess if you just if you live that life, that's all you know. So you yeah. don't know any different. So it's not that big of a deal. Um Let's talk about your growth from, um, let's say, 21 to this year. So, so 21, <laughs> you you did the occupational games. Yes. And you took sixth in the world for school teachers. I was so, I was so psyched when I was doing that. <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> yeah, teachers. And it, it was cool when they did the occupational games. But um, – that was a lot of fun. My weaknesses have always been gymnastics. Like I am really strong for some odd reason. So like that has always been my thing that I've leaned on. Um, but I had just moved that year. So I'm pretty sure that's when I moved. Well, no, yeah. in 21. Yeah. Moved out to Washington. So I was going to a well, new gym. <laughs> you were definitely in Washington because your school has Facebook posts congratulating you and wishing you luck in the occupational games. Yes. I, I even, they let me borrow a track Jersey now that I remember. Yes. Yep. I was wearing an yep. evergreen track Jersey. So I wanted to support my school. I love my school so much. Yeah. I, I love all the students and they're so they're so supportive of me in so many ways. I, I love my school. <laughs> so then if you look at your individual quarterfinals, which you have qualified for every year since 2021, mm -hmm. um, you finished 773rd in 21. Yeah. You've in North America, in North yeah. America. 
-hmm. you finished 554th in North America in 2022. Yeah. And then this year you finished 26th, 26th in the West. What is going on? I was, I was over the moon. I, I've been working really hard this last year, um, especially kind of like year and a half, I should say. Um, so my coach, Steve Bidwell, I've been with him now. This will be like our second year together. And the last quarterfinals, not this one, is really when we started working together. We were probably like three months in of training with each other. Um, and I met him out here as well. Um, and he's like, okay, this quarterfinals, we're going to try our best, but we've only been working together three months. Just trust the process of everything. And he really made me hammer down on my weaknesses. And obviously it worked because over this whole year, again, the longevity of it, taking my rest days during the week, I think really helped me like make the most of my training when I have time to do it. And this just working on my weaknesses of gymnastics, anything monostructural, all of that, we kind of took a couple steps back with the weightlifting because my strength's going to stay there. Um, and just hammering out everything that I needed to work on, like strict movements of strict handstand pushups, strict pull-ups, all of that stuff has just been the focus of what we've been working on this last year. And to see that come through in the quarterfinals, I was a little bit worried in the open, but I wasn't really that dialed into my nutrition at that point either. So I really dialed in it right like two weeks to a month before the quarterfinals. And then I just felt really good that weekend. I'm like, let's go. I'm ready to compete. I want to compete in person. (laughs) So let's look at that weekend. You say that your one of your weaknesses are are the strict handstand push-up movements, right? Right. And right off the bat, you're hit with one event one. You finished 98th, Mm -hmm. which is really good. I, at first, it only uploaded when I submitted that score. It only uploaded that first score, and it was because we were trying to refresh it so so early, you know. And I was happy that I thought I was 98th in the region. I was like, oh, top 100. That was our goal, Steve. We're doing it. Yeah. But that was just for that workout. And it was chest-to-wall handstand push-ups, too. So I'm like, oh, no. I was getting nervous for that. But I was able to crank them out twos then singles at the end but I made it through them and I was so proud of myself for being able to finish that one that I was celebrating 1333 and I was so happy to finish that one when then you back it up with an event you're a strength person right yes some dumbbell snatches some overhead walking lunges Mm -hmm. and then I'm assuming with all that triple jump work (laughs) crossovers or nothing I learned them the night before and uh, a girl at our gym, Chrissy was, she can just do them. And she was giving tips and I was like, teach me everything, you know, (laughs) but 
the dumbbell, yeah, 50 isn't bad for me. So I just picked it up and I just kept going on broken and that saved me uh, because then the crossovers, it wasn't as fatiguing for me. So that was one of my higher scores. So I was excited. Yeah, 24th. (laughs) Then, then, so that's day one. You get to post both scores. Do you remember where you were on the leaderboard after those two? After day one, I was 44th overall. And that alone to me, I was, the fact I was above the cut line, I, and I knew those two were my weaker workouts. I'm like, we haven't even touched the clean and jerk yet. And I'm at 44. <laughs> I was, I was like, okay, we still have to stay focused. So, we have two more so days. So you brought it up. You brought it up. Clean and jerk was next and you finished 21st. And you say that that was like the one you were looking forward to, but it, it wasn't even your best score. <laughs> I know. That's the one I was looking forward to. I was like, oh, I'm going to crush this. And then turns out the row went better even. But I was just so excited. And I work a lot on the rower as well. And that actually goes back to when I was training in Wisconsin. So Wisconsin gets a lot of snow and is really cold in the you winter. Think? Right? Um, so we don't run as much as probably other gyms. Um, and my coach back in Wisconsin, uh, he has the like dark horse rower, like cert. So he loves rowing. He's really talented at it. And he's taught me a lot of good tips on the rower as well to make me a stronger rower. So that really benefits me now that I spent many times on the rower. Yeah, that's so cool. And so now you get a new, you get a new leaderboard after day two and you do, you add a 21st and a 14th to the mix. Where are you sitting after that? That I believe I was 21st at that point. And I was just, again, over the moon because I was sitting above the cut line to go to semifinals which has been a dream of mine since I watched the documentaries of CrossFit when I first started CrossFit. It's like, oh, these people are so cool. I want to be like them. Um, So ever since then, I've wanted to compete in CrossFit and seeing the leaderboard and knowing names on the leaderboard, I'm going to be starstruck when I'm there of, wait, I'm right next to what? (laughs) so i want to go into your mind a little bit so now you're you're up like 21st after day two you have one event to go it is the the deadlift gymnasty workout yes so a little bit of so i'm thinking a little bit of gymnastics i'm thinking yeah you love the deadlift yep (laughs) and then maybe the other part is something you've been working on all year oh yes so how much of your brain is going I need to breathe and relax and not freak out. And the other half is going, great. I get to test what I've been working on. I get to find out, has it worked? Right. So like you said, the deadlifts I knew were not going to be the challenge for me. It was the things that I've been working so hard on. Like last quarterfinals, the rope climb and it was wall balls and shuttle runs. 
That was my lowest score. And I remember just staring at the rope and they're like, I have to climb that again. Oh no. So we hammered that and I finally learned legless rope climbs, which now make regular rope climbs. I love them. <laughs> like, oh, I get to use my legs. Yes. <laughs> and just mentally, like, I knew I had worked super hard on all these movements. And I kept on thinking, I've done harder workouts. Like, Steve has made me do harder workouts. I can get through this. It a sprint it was a faster workout which typically I'm better at as well so I'm like just grip it and rip it and I did rip the first set of chest to bar but <laughs> I made it through so I'm like we're done after this I get to relax a whole week after this I'm gonna get pancakes it's gonna be great <laughs> um <laughs> so I think there was a calming I knew I had worked hard on it I was just gonna give my best effort and like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I just, I've set myself into a good spot already. And I'm already super proud on how I've been doing these last three workouts. Even if this turns out to be the lowest of scores, I had, I was so proud for my first couple workouts because even those had shown how much I worked this last year. So I'm like, this is just going to be another bit. This is way better than I would have done last year. And it shows I'm on the right track of moving forward. So you finished that workout with a 75th, <laughs> which still is top 100. So it's the damage control is minimal yeah. or the damage is minimal because of yeah. what you did. And you finish the weekend in 26th place. So not only are you in, you're in yeah. the top half. That I keep on saying that to myself, like you're in the top half. And like, I, I was over the moon because it has just been my goal to make semifinals. And this year, realistically in my brain, I was hoping to like maybe make top hundred and then like, reevaluate for the next year. Cause I was just, okay. realistically last time I was, you know, 500. So 100th good goal. Right. And no, nope. <laughs> the cards fell. Nope. <laughs> so, so let's look at this, your school. I, I got to ask, I, cause I couldn't find any evidence yet. Your school, when you were in the occupational games, supported you like way up here <laughs> do they realize what you have done now well i will be honest i was quiet about it for a little bit so i didn't really say anything because i was so nervous well it was because they finalized it uh the week later and we had spring break so i was kind of quiet about it because i, was, I don't want to get my hopes up before it's official, official until I've registered and it's officially there. It's probably because it's still like a dream of mine that I'm like, I am I really a semifinal athlete now? Like, nope, I'm signed up and now it's on. I, the I hate to tell you, it's locked. <laughs> it's it's locked in now. So um, now they officially know. So now I've given the green card that they can show go. <laughs> So what are the chances you wear the track outfit to semifinals? 
Should I? I should break it out again. I love that. <laughs> That's a great idea. I didn't think about it. Yeah. I got to support so, my evergreen family. Right, right, right. Um, I'm going to come back to that, but but Kat has a question from the back. Um, mm -hmm. So assuming you tried to peak for quarters, what mm -hmm. do you do now to ensure a decent finish at semis? So now it's the benefit of my coach. So Steve, he has been to regionals himself as an athlete. So it's really helpful for me to like hear from him, like what to expect. And when he's now programming for me, he's teaching me all like the little nuance things that I have to be able to do. So like going forward every five reps, you have to like move or moving odd objects that they'll probably throw at us or doing things on parallettes, things like that. So I'm listening to him and we're hammering out the little things like that of our, we're not going to get last. We're not going to get last in a workout. Just, it was, we were working out last Saturday. I was doing handstand pushups and I was taking a rest on my break. And I'm just like being slow as you do. Like, I don't want to get back up there on that wall. And he's like, Emily, we are not getting last in a handstand pushup wall. Get up on that wall. <laughs> so. And yeah. so you you still have those drivers and your coach is mm -hmm. pushing you to mm -hmm. say that how much, so you played team sports your whole life. Yes. Right. Or, or swam or track or, so yeah. you always had your competitor right beside you. What advantage do you think that is going to have when you're at, at this elite level and you get to see your competition? That's what I'm so excited for because I've been like, I've wanted to be in that atmosphere for so long. And after I stopped playing sports, that's why I transitioned to go CrossFit as a sport because you train your whole life. And anybody who's done sports their whole life has probably gone through this, that you train and you do all these summer camps and you do the extra work. And then one day you're not playing sports anymore. All of a sudden you're not playing basketball anymore because all you have is a rec league. <laughs> and then that happens after college. Like, okay, I've been competing against peers this whole time and now it's just gone. Um, and then with CrossFit, there's, there wasn't a whole lot, especially when I started, especially individual stuff. Um, so I was doing that, but now I'm excited to like, be right next to people that are at the same skill level as me as well. Um, I'm always trying to look for other girls to come and work out with me. I do, I should say, I do have an awesome crew at University Place. They push me as well. I've got a crew that we do a compete class together and they definitely push me, that's for sure. So how much of it is going to be a flip side of that where Cause this would be me. I'm just, so I'm just being transparent, right? Yeah. I get to, I get to semifinals mm -hmm. and I look across the the row and I see Justin Medeiros and I see, you know, all these people. I know that I would go out 200 miles an hour <laughs> yeah. and the wheels would come off the bus about a minute and a half into the workout. Oh, for sure. So that's what I'm so, so excited. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? Mm -hmm. Sorry. 
I was just going to say, how are you going to control that so that that doesn't happen to you? Like I said, I was going to be starstruck too. Cause I remember when I was 21st, I'm like, I'm only two people behind like these big names. I'm like, what is happening? But I think once I'm there, I've been a competitor my whole life. And I think that's kind of happened in quarterfinals too, that I surprised my coach a little bit, I think as well of how well I did. It's, I don't know what it is in me. I've been super competitive about everything in my life. You make it a competition, I'm going to want to win it. Whether it's a sport or like cleaning the house. My mom used it on me all the time. Um, But when I'm in competitive mode, everything else just, I don't care about anything else but that moment. And I think just realizing this has been my goal for so long to just get here. I really just want to enjoy semifinals for what it is and not, I'm not going to, obviously I want to train my hardest and do my best. And that's what I'm going to tell myself when I'm getting on the floor, I'm here to do my best. I've never been here before. I don't know really what it's going to feel like going that many workouts in a row. So all I can do is do my best and I'm going to be happy with that. And I know my own abilities, I'm not going to look at anybody else. I'm not going to look to my left or my right and shut down because I know what I'm capable of because I've trained so hard. So I actually know how fast I should go. Uh, I'm very much that type of athlete that I will count myself down at a barbell. So if I say five seconds, I'm resting for five seconds. I'll watch the clock and I will get on that bar because I know that's all the rest I need. So just knowing what I'm capable of, that's what I'm hoping to stay focused on. And at the same time, this is a great opportunity for you that you want to be able to soak in Mm -hmm. the experience, right? This doesn't happen for everyone. You've put in all this work and you get to go compete at this big event and you want to suck it all in, right? Just Yes. (laughs) So... Are you going to make sure you take deep breaths and just be present throughout that weekend as well? That's what I'm hoping for because I get to go to Pasadena, which a lot sunnier than what Washington is right now, even though it's in a convention center, I'm going to be in California. So that's pretty amazing. Um, the atmosphere at my, my mom and dad are coming, so I'm so excited for them to come and see me work out as well. Um, a couple of my friends are coming down with me, and I'm staying with them. So I think from registration on, I'm just going to be soaking up everything. Even when I'm in the warm-up area, like this, I worked so hard for this moment, and now I get to be here. So I'm just so thankful for that. <laughs> And it's a great opportunity to learn lessons for next year, right? Right. Like this, this isn't a one shot thing for you. You're working hard to make this an every year experience. Yes. And I'm thinking to myself, this is my first time. So I'm going to soak it all in. What does it feel like? What can I expect? So then when I come back next time, I I know, I know what to expect. I know what it's going to feel like. I know what's coming towards me. So I'm just going to be very present in the moment. Yeah. 
So I'm going to veer off this just for a little bit because you talk about your coach a lot. And I went to uh, University Place CrossFit's website. Mm-hmm. You have 5 billion coaches. <laughs> so in my mind, it's it's got to be this massive gym. It's a big gym. It's probably the biggest gym I've been a part of. Um, I don't know how many members we do have, but it is a big gym. Yes. You have a yoga coach. You have a breathwork coach. You have <laughs> motivation coaches. You like a competitive, two competitor coaches. I was yeah. like, my, they have like every specialty. They have strength coach. Yeah. Like, and I was thinking, I would have thought you would be a coach there. Cause you have like a sliver of time from like four forty-five to five Oh five. You could probably coach a, a quick strength <laughs> session. I love how I agreed. I was like, yeah, I would totally, I've coached CrossFit <laughs> before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I love coaching too. So that's obvious. It's a passion of mine too, but my main coach is Steve. So he's one of the competitor coaches, as you've noticed there were, um, but because we have a big enough gym, we're able to have, we meet twice as a competitor's crew. So anybody who wants to compete, whether it's in a local comp or us who want to do well in the quarterfinals or age group qualifiers, they're just teaching the tricks that maybe you're not able to dive in as deep in class for. So getting handstand push-ups, for instance, versus Okay, in class, they have to go through all the progressions. We just assume, okay, you have handstand push-ups. This is how you do them well for like a competition. So it's a huge gym. It's the biggest gym I've been a part of. They have an area just for CrossFit classes. We have an open gym area, which I mostly use. Then they have an Olympic lifting area. So they have that. Then there's the jujitsu and they also use that for a yoga area. And then they kind of have like a global gym area too, where they have a runner and stuff like that. So yeah. Wow. It's very yeah, impressive. It, it, it looked impressive. online to be very, very big. Yes. So I'm going to finish with, with two, two questions for you. Uh, one is going to be much deeper than the other. And I'm going to start with that one. And that is that on your Instagram, the first thing listed is that you are faith-based, yes. cross-based, However, yes. we want to interpret that. Yes. And you're, you teach at, I'm assuming, a Christian school. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. By, by the name. Yes. So it's safe to assume that. Yes. How important is remembering to put God first in all of this? It, uh, such a great question. <laughs> um, but I... It is everything to me that that's what's guiding me through doing all of this. Because before all, like, I'm doing it because God gave me this talent for some odd reason. I don't know why, but he says to take the gifts that he gives you and flourish them. So he's given me this gift. So I'm just going to keep doing my best at it as he sees fit. Um and I actually prayed a lot about this. I was really nervous about it. I was, I didn't know where I sat and I just prayed almost every night. God, if it's in your will, let me go to the semifinals, make it easy for my school. Cause I know it's hard for them too. When I take off, 
because I have to miss three days of school. And I'm like, if it is your will, can you make it easy for them that they are able to make it work? And they have been. Um, and he's just like opened up all of these doors. I would have never moved just by myself out to Washington State. Um, it's actually through, I teach for a Lutheran school that had, they have a bunch of schools in Wisconsin, Midwest area. And this is one of the only area Lutheran schools in our area. Um, and they needed a teacher. They needed a female role model out there. So I took that call and I would have never moved out here by myself. I would have never met Steve, but through random events, I met him. So can I interrupt you? So you <laughs> yeah. say you took the call. So yeah. for us Christians, that, that can mean <laughs> two different things, right? Mm-hmm. There, it can be a phone call or it can be a calling from God that you felt you had. So was, was it both? both? It was okay. both. Yeah. Um, so my school places people um, and typically it's they meet with each other and the district president of this area called me, well, video called me. He's like, we're placing you in Tacoma, Washington and I, as an English teacher. And I was like, wait, what? I don't teach English. My majors are science and math. It's like, we know, but we need you out here. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then I moved to Puyallup, which I could not spell at the time. And I took the leap of faith and I came out here and now now I am teaching math and science what I went to school for because of just, again, everything was lining up. And I'm, I just cannot help but see God's hand in my life and being able to just talk about my faith and being able to meet new people and share that through CrossFit and being able to talk about my faith has been, I mean, a blessing from him. So I keep on keeping on with that. So I've had a long relationship with God and Jesus and it it's always toughest to remember to thank him in the good times. Yeah. You know, when when you're down and out and you need his hand and he's there for you, it's really easy to thank. Yeah. When when all the dreams come true is when we forget to stop and remember who gave us these gifts. And that's what, so are you taking time in these moments to thank God for the gifts right now? I remember I was in the car driving to one of my sessions that I was kind of dreading because it's getting harder now because I have to be better. And I was just, thank you, God. Like I asked and you just kept delivering. You gave me more than I expected. And I was actually talking to my mom about this. I feel that it was God's hand in all this because like I said, I expected to be top hundred and I prayed and I prayed about it. And God's like, you know what? I'm going to show you how it's my hand. You're going to be 26th. Actually, you're not even going to be close. I do. There is a purpose for you. So yes, I, I'm taking the time and thank you for the reminder. I will continue to take the time because sometimes we do forget, especially when things are really good. Yeah. I, 
The reason I bring this stuff up is recently I've I've felt a calling that I need to be more open about my faith on this platform and this show. And when I have the opportunity to talk to others, I want to do that. And I want to do more testimonials on this show and I want to do things like that. And so thank you so much for for allowing me to do that. It's so my last heart. question <laughs> Yeah. As so my last question and is way less deep. And I read somewhere that you are a coffee lover. Yes. <laughs> so what is the treat when you've had a rough session the night before and you get up in the morning and you go get some coffee? What is that one drink that you have to have? So I'm, I'm going to cheat. And, 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 and I'm anxious to see if it's going to be like a Midwestern thing or if it's going to be a Northwestern thing. <laughs> So no matter what, it has to be a nice coffee, cold brew. I will have so many of those. If I'm like, I like to reward myself with coffee a lot is typically I'll get an iced coffee and then I'll get peppermint flavoring in it. And if I'm really naughty and I want something like to cheer me up because I had to like run a 5k or something, um, I'll get chocolate cold foam on top and it makes me really happy. <laughs> I, so Kat is making fun of me because every time I ask a question or get asked a question like that, I always give two answers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, I can't just give one. <laughs> right. But I am, my treats are, I love nitro cold brew more oh. than anything else. Oh. <laughs> it, it's and if I just, if I just need the caffeine, it's just straight nitro cold brew, mm -hmm. get it done. Mm -hmm. But then when it's a treat, I'll add a flavor. And then mm -hmm. if I really want to treat myself, then I, I get the chocolate foam or the pistachio so foam good? or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's the best. Oh. Gosh, I feel like I have a twin now. <laughs> the Midwest, <laughs> the cold foam, <laughs> that cold brew. There it is. <laughs> Well, Emily, this has been a treat. I want to thank you so much for jumping on with us. Um, I will be in Pasadena. So I will be there doing coverage uh, all weekend. And I can't wait to see what you do out there and maybe catch some footage of you uh, fangirling on the floor as well as kicking some butt. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs>